Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. There are so many areas of our life that we depend on others to make decisions for ourselves. I'm not saying that we let others make decisions for us. What I'm saying is we depend on the information others give to make the decisions for ourselves. You and I cannot be experts in everything that affects us to make those decisions that we need to make in everyday life. I, for instance, do not speak medical. (laughs) Medical things hold little interest to me. I do not understand when people start rattling off all these medication names and, and names of different viruses or whatever, I don't, I mean, I know what an ibuprofen is, but, but even that, I have to read the label to know when I can take another one. <laughs> I rely on my doctor and even my wife, who has made a career in, in this field, for medical advice. I trust them that they have my best at heart and are not giving me advice with, you know, hidden motives. When my doctor prescribes me a medication, I want to believe that they are doing so because it is the best medication for my condition, not for any other reason. When the coronavirus first came out, we all depended on doctors to tell us the way that that we should handle things and, and what was the best way medically to handle it. Dr. Fauci emerged as a leading voice because of his position as a leading advisor to the president and his daily briefings to the nation. National and really world policy was developed based largely on that advice of Dr. Anthony Fauci. Many over the last year and a half have noticed many flip-flops and discrepancies in the advice given by Dr. Fauci. We, on this podcast, did an entire episode devoted to this. And you can go back at UncommonSensePodcast.com and you can go to the archive, it wasn't that long ago, where we chronicled many of his flip-flops. Because Dr. Fauci works for the government, his communications are public property. Anyone that asks for them can get them minus, you know, top secret information and that type of thing. And those type of things are what they call redacted. This is why Hillary Clinton illegally used a private server to communicate to the public. uh, So not to have those emails go public or seen by the public. Uh, Under this Freedom of Information Act, BuzzFeed asked for and received emails from Dr. Fauci going back to the start of the pandemic. These emails show what many have suspected for a while now. Dr. Fauci lied to the American people, and he had um, the, the ulterior motives for doing so. He is not a doctor of medicine trying to give out the best advice possible. He is a bureaucrat that has been lying and trying to cover up the the things that he has done wrong. He's, just, he's basically just trying to cover his rear end. Liberals have argued 
Dr. Fauci's positions, you know, adapted to scientific evidence available at the time. And, and, and that's what he's actually saying now that these emails have come out. These emails show this not to be true. They show that he was presented with scientific evidence contrary to what he was saying and lied that it did not exist. He lied about hydroxychloroquine. And now we see that it is indeed a valid treatment. U.S. Senator Rand Paul, a Republican uh, who has frequently questioned Dr. Fauci in, in hearings on Capitol Hill, said the emails made it, quote, abundantly clear, unquote, that the doctor is a, quote, massive fraud. Now, some of this centers around what's called gain of function. And, and like I say, I do not speak medical. And so when they start coming up with these terms, gain of function and all this kind of stuff, I don't know what they're talking about. So I looked into it and I tried to see if I could understand it. And sure enough, gain of function is this. It's research uh, which involves experimentation that aims or is ex expected to increase the transmittability um, of, of pathogens so and, and viral pathogens. So what does that mean? There is research being done uh, at different parts of the world, including at, the, at these Chinese research centers that make viruses a lot more powerful and nasty. They basically take a nasty virus and they make it nastier <laughs> for, for, for terms that I can understand. It's called gain of function research, and it is intended by some with good intentions to help in producing vaccines, but it can also be used as a weapon of war and other things. Barack Obama, in fact, in 2014, put a halt to this kind of research in the U.S. because of the inherent problems with it. Uh, Dr. Fauci said that he, he believes that the rewards outweigh the risks of this kind of research, and he made a way for U.S. taxpayer dollars to be sent to the Wuhan Institute uh, in, in China since it was illegal here. So since he couldn't perform this type of research here, he had money sent and he was in charge of that money to be sent over to China where they were doing this kind of research. Now, I, I think Tucker Carlson has described the situation best when he said this. The utter fraudulence of Tony Fauci is obvious now, and it's widely acknowledged, but it was not always obvious. In March of last year, he interviewed um, Fauci on, on his show, um, and he said, we treated him with respect. We took his answers seriously. We're Americans, so we assume the man in charge of protecting the United States from COVID must be impressive and rational. We also assumed he was honest. But we were wrong. It soon became clear that Tony Fauci was just another sleazy federal bureaucrat, deeply political and often dishonest. More shocking, we then learned that Fauci himself was implicated in the very pandemic he'd been charged with fighting. Fauci supported the dangerous experiments that appear to have made COVID possible. We came to these conclusions, you know, incrementally, um, spurred by evidence that accumulated over the course of a year. Now we have the mother load. 
thanks to the freedom of information request from BuzzFeed, we have thousands of emails uh, to and from Tony Fauci going back to the early winter of 2020. Collectively, they show that from the beginning, Fauci was worried the public might conclude that COVID originated at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Why was Fauci concerned that Americans would conclude that? Possibly because Tony Fauci knew perfectly well that he'd funded gain-of-function experiments at the same laboratory. The emails prove Fauci lied about this under oath. Consider this exchange, while, um, which began the evening of January 31st, 2020. It was a Friday, just before midnight. The first email came from an immunologist called Christian Anderson. True, true it's yeah, Christian Anderson, who works at the Scripps Research Institute in California. Anderson warned Fauci that COVID appeared to have been manipulated in a laboratory. Quote, the unusual features of the virus make up a really small part of the genome, less than 0.1%. So one has to look really close at all the sequences to see that some of the features potentially look engineered, unquote. The next day, on February 1st, Fauci wrote back, quote, thanks, Christian. Talk soon on the call, unquote. Fauci then sent an urgent email to the top deputy, his top deputy, the subject of, of his email in all caps was, quote, important, unquote. Now, his, his top deputy, Hugh, uh, writes back and says, it is essential that we speak this morning, this a.m., Keep your cell phone on. Read this paper as well as the email that I will forward you, uh, you, know, you know. You will have tasks today that must be done, unquote. Attached to the email was a document entitled Barak Shri et al. Nature Medicine SARS Gain of Function PDF. Okay. The, the Barak in the attachment refers to Ralph Barrick, Barack Barrick, I think it's Barrick, a virologist based in the United States who collaborated with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Barrick worked with a woman called Dr. Shri Zengli, which she's known as the Bat Lady, because she manipulates coronaviruses that infect bats. Are you starting to connect some dots here? Keep in mind that during questioning from Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, Tony Fauci denied that this same Ralph Barrick had conducted gain-of-function research. He denied it under oath. And again, this is the Ralph Barrick in Fauci's attachment entitled Barrick Shri, right, the bat lady, et al., SARS gain-of-function. Yet, under oath, Fauci denied it. Dr. Fauci said, Dr. Barrick does not do gain-of-function research. And, it, and if it is, it's according to the guidelines and is being conducted in North Carolina. And if you look at the grant and you look at the process reports, 
It is not gain of function. It is not gain function despite the fact that people tweet that, is what he said. Oh, it wasn't just on Twitter. It was in Fauci's own emails. In retrospect, that looks a lot like perjury, don't you think? We do not know what, you know, that that starting, uh, or what we do know is that starting early last year, a lot of people at NIH were worried that COVID had not occurred naturally, that that it had instead been manipulated in, in a lab in China. And yet they seemed determined to hide that fact from the public. And why? Why would they hide that? On the afternoon of February 1st last year, Fauci held a conference call with several top virologists. Most of the details of, of that call remain hidden from the public view. They've been redacted, and, and we know the call was related to a document entitled Coronavirus Sequence Comparison. Now, Jeremy Farrar, a, a British physician who runs a major research nonprofit, reminded everyone on that call what they said was top secret. Quote, information and discussion is shared in total confidence and not to be shared until agreement on next steps, unquote, is what he wrote. In other emails, Jeremy Farr passed along an article from the website Zero Hedge suggesting that the coronavirus might be uh, might have been created in, as, as a bioweapon. We know, and we, we, we definitely now know, that's a more plausible explanation than the one we've been, you know, led to believe first, and we're told by the media, which is that the coronavirus came some from some, you know, pangolin or whatever, you know, somebody eating bats in a wet market somewhere. But for the for the the crime of saying it out loud, a more plausible explanation, zero hedge was banned from social media platforms. Until recently, you weren't allowed to suggest that COVID might even be man-made. Why? Well, the fact checkers wouldn't allow it. Why wouldn't they? Because Tony Fauci assured the tech monopolies that the coronavirus could not have been man-made. So the tech giants shut down the topic. Fauci lied. This is what Fauci said. He said, a group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists look, looked at the sequences that uh, there and the sequences in bats as they evolved and the uh, mutations that it took to get to that, uh, the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of the species from an animal to a human. That was April 17th, 2020. Very shortly, into the course of, the, uh, of this pandemic. At that point, what Dr. Fauci just asserted as known could not have been conclusively been known. That was a lie. Tony Fauci suggested that he knew because top researchers had you know, decided conclusively. Well, that is that you know that 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 the thing jumped naturally from animals to human beings that was dishonest two days later one of the virologists tony fauci was 
funding to conduct the dangerous uh, coronavirus experiments in Wuhan, wrote to thank him for the help. That man, Peter Daszak. Now, Daszak complained to Fauci that the American taxpayer dollars that he'd taken for these experiments were being publicly targeted by Fox News. Uh, reporters um, at, for, at Fox News were, were publicly targeting uh, this, this story. Yet, he remained grateful for Tony Fauci's support. He wrote, quote, I just wanted to say a personal thank you on behalf of our staff and con- uh, collaborators, he wrote. Strangely, most of this specific email from Daszak to Fauci has been redacted under the FOIA section B7A. That specific exemption to, discl- to the disclosure applies to, get this, records or information compiled for law enforcement purposes, but only to the extent that production could reasonably be expected to interfere with enforcement proceedings. Are Daszak and Fauci under criminal investigation? Well, we can only hope that they are. (laughs) They certainly deserve it. At this point, we can't say for sure. We uh, We do know that Fauci hasn't just lied about the origins of COVID, pretending to know things he could not have known. He's also lied about vaccines in key ways. In March of last year, former Obama official Zeke Emanuel wrote to Fauci to ask a simple question, one that we've asked countless times. Are people who've recovered from COVID generally immune from reinfection? That that applies to about 100 million Americans. So it's not a small question. And it's one that, that this podcast ha- has asked. Why are, are they pushing the vaccine so hard when when there's many people who have actually had the virus, gotten over the virus, and now have the antibodies for that virus. There's no reason for them to be vaccinated, and yet it's they're, they're almost like the forgotten people, right? Fauci's response to this question, quote, no evidence in this regard, but you would assume that there would be some uh, substantial immunity post-infection, unquote. Yes. You would assume that. We always have. And in fact, studies now show it's true. People who'd had COVID and recovered almost never get sick again from COVID. They don't need to be vaccinated. Yet to this day, Fauci has never admitted that to the public. In his email to Zeke Emanuel, he admitted something else that's also now obvious. Surgical masks the paper kind that, that most everybody wears, don't really work. They offer very little protection from COVID. And in fact, at least one study shows that they may accelerate the transmission of viruses. They're a form of make-believe. Yet, once again, while under oath in public, Fauci claimed precisely the opposite. Senator Rand Paul said, asked him this, you're telling everybody to wear masks, whether they've had an infection or a vaccine, what I'm saying is they have immunity and everybody agrees they have immunity. What studies do you have that 
people that have had the vaccine or have had the infection are spreading the, the infection. If we're not spreading the infection, isn't it just theater? Dr. Fauci answered this. No, it's not. Senator Rand Paul, if, you, if you've had a vaccine and you're wearing two masks, isn't that theater? Dr. Fauci, no, that's not. Here we go again with theater, Dr. Fauci says. He continues to say, let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Masks are protective. And we ask, and then Senator Paul interrupts, if they have immunity, they are theater. If you already have immunity, you're wearing a mask to give comfort to others. You're not wearing a mask because of because of science. Dr. Fauci, I totally disagree with you. So doc, Dr. Rand Paul is is a, he's a he's a physician. He's smart. What he just said was true. And the science shows that it's true. There's not much debate about it, actually, among honest people anyway. But Dr. Tony Fauci claimed it wasn't true. And so he lied. Why would he do that? Well, here's one reason. The emails show that Tony Fauci speaks regularly with Bill Gates. Bill Gates isn't a doctor. Bill Gates isn't a scientist. Bill Gates is a very rich man who made, you know, billions making, um, you know, mediocre software, uh, probably debatable, I guess, for office uh, computers. So why would Tony Fauci be in such regular contact with Bill Gates? Yet the term Bill Gates comes up more than two dozen times in the Fauci emails. As Bill Gates, uh, has Bill Gates profited in any way from Tony Fauci's COVID guidance? Well, that would definitely be worth knowing, right? Immediately, we would like to know that. And yet, we don't know. Our media don't seem interested in finding any of this out. Here's how CNN covered the emails. Quote, thousands of emails from and to Dr. Fauci revealed the weight that came with his role as a rare source of frank honesty within the Trump administration's COVID-19 task force, unquote. <laughs> can, can you imagine a more dishonest characterization of anything than that? It's really hard to, isn't it? By the way, it wasn't just CNN. No reporters asked about these emails at the White House briefing. Not one question. But you shouldn't be surprised, of course, they, you know, that they didn't ask. Fauci's too big to question, at, you know, at this point, right? Uh, quote, oh my God, unquote. One Biden voter wrote to him back in March. It, it, he, he, he started out the, the email with, oh my God, quote, is there anything I can do for you besides being grateful, unquote? Here's another one, quote, Wash my feet with your tears, Fauci may, uh, may have responded. We can't say that he did respond that way for certain. We, we don't have, have his reply. We do know that in uh, affluent neighborhoods throughout Washington, D.C., you can still see signs that say, thank you, Dr. Fauci. What does that tell you? <laughs> let's, let's conclude with this. It, it, tells, it, it tells us that Dr. Fauci is no longer a scientist. 
assuming he, he ever was really. He's a figure of religious you know, veneration, Jesus for the people who don't believe in God, right? And, and, and we know that the documents show that these guys were worried that the COVID-19 virus was going to have the same effect on their field of science that Three Mile Island and Chernobyl had on, on nuclear science. And what, what we know is that if the institution outweighs the truth, then bad things happen. If the institution outweighs the truth, bad things happen. Because that's when you see people start trying to cover their backsides. They try to, they, they, they will lie. They will say things contrary to the truth. They'll say things contrary to even things that they've said before. Why? Because the institution for them the institution that they they belong to or represent outweighs truth, and so they try to hide truth, and that's what we're see, that's what we've seen here with with this pandemic. That's what we've seen out of Dr. Anthony Fauci, and that and these emails just absolutely prove it. We we've known a lot of this stuff. A lot of this is not uh, things that are just going to absolutely shock you. Um, these emails just basically proved what we already knew. Now you may agree and you may disagree, but I would definitely love to hear from you. And you can always do that at uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.